0: Hi everybody, this is Wintry, this is the Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast, and this is your 23-24 Fantasy Rankings for the Tag Team Division of the WWE. Um, if you guys have never listened to this podcast before, what I do is I compare WWE Television, Raw, SmackDown, Payview, and I compare it to playing Fantasy Sports. Um, every year, on, right around WrestleMania time, I do my Fantasy Rankings for the next upcoming season, because a lot of you people do drafts. <coughs> during Wrestlemania weekend for the upcoming season for fantasy. Uh, go from the day after Wrestlemania, usually they start to end at Wrestlemania. So what I like to do in my podcast is I like to break it down by certain categories, which a lot of fantasy um, leagues have to have restrictions of what you have to draft. So my list today is going to be the top 15 tag teams for the 23-24 fantasy ranking fantasy wrestling uh, season I'm sorry I got a tongue twister there so everything I'm going to go by is starting the day after Wrestlemania to next year's Wrestlemania Um, I'm just giving a note two notes to know of these are known tag teams in the WWE except for one I'll get that in a little bit and I am not I'm not including this in Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn because I don't they haven't announced officially if they're fighting the Usos at Wrestlemania so by the time you listen to this they might announce it but they're not technically a tag team right now, so that's why I do not have them on this list. Okay, so these are the top fifteen tag teams. If you are forced into taking a tag team for your fantasy wrestling league, I'll go through these really quick. Um, if you listen to my previous podcast, I talked about my review and how I did my, my preseason rankings for everything for this year for uh, tag team women and men. Uh, that's on a different podcast. This is I'm going to go really quickly through this upcoming. Um, projections of what I think is going to happen. So number 15 I have is the Alpha Academy, Otis and Gable. Um, it looks like they're going to be pretty much broken up at Wrestlemania or around WrestleMania, so you're not really taking them. Uh, they're not going to be around too much longer. You're basically, you know, they're not going to be around. Uh, they they pulled an offer for, for the year. Just You only have to take them if you're forcing a tag team, but like I said, they're, if they're together for another month or so. That's it. Don't expect anything out of the Alpha Academy. Uh, number 14 is Legano de Fantasmo. Uh, this is without Santos Escobar because he fights more than singles. Uh, this is Wild and Del Toro. Uh, they were unranked last year. Uh, they have, they're 2-3 and three for this year for tag matches. I'm not expecting anything out of them. Just, they'll be filler matches. They'll be filling it for uh, Santos Escobar when he doesn't job. So, just, there's no reason to take them unless you really, really have to. Just, they're a last resort. Stay away from them. Just... yeah no way to explain how bad they are okay uh number 13 i have is hit row is adonis and top dollar they were unranked last year that's going to end in about a week uh they did have a tag team title match and they lost that they are basically i know they're about four and five for the record for this year that's going to end in about a week but just this is their last chance because they were already released before. They're barely hanging on this year. Everybody's either against So They look like faces, and then Top Dollar screwed up when he did the dive and now they're heels, and it's just the crowd just doesn't like them at all. Um, I guess you you have to take them because they'll be together, but there's a chance they could be cut again. So you're taking your outside chance that you know maybe they'll stick around, maybe they won't, but they won't make any kind of impact. So I stay away from Hit Row as much as I can. Um, Number 12 I have is a Hurt Business, Benjamin and Alexander. Now, they are an ultimate boom or bust. They could get released because of their age and not have a storyline, but um, MVP is hanging around with Omos. Um, He might try to reform the Hurt Business. If it's not, they'll skyrocket. If he doesn't try to reform the Hurt Business with uh, Benjamin and Alexander, they really have no value, and they're going to keep fighting on main event or... You know, dark matches or that could have any kind of impact so you're only going to draft them realistically if you think that MVP is going to reform the Hurt Business if not um, they really have no value uh, they only fought four times the tag team this year so they really didn't make any kind of impact so you're basically going boomer boss hoping MVP goes with them if not there's higher teams in a tag team division that you could take that will get you more points um, number number 11 I have is the male Mayo models, which is Mace and Mansoor. They were unranked. They do not have a win as in the tag team division. As of right now, they're on 4 But it looks like they're going to have Otis join them. And it looks like tr- the WWE is trying to at least give them TV time. If you get TV time, you can get matches, and therefore you get wins. So um, I think they're, ter- they're, they're going to turn the corner at some point. They have to. Uh, or they're all gonna just get released, so I think they're gonna actually have to step up their game, which I think they will. But there's still higher tag teams that you can get. Best case scenario of them is if you get Otis to join them, which it looks like it's gonna happen, but I don't know for sure. And he might be their muscle in the group, so they might start winning. So they actually might move a little bit up on on this roster in next week or so. But they're um, better tag teams, but you could do a lot worse than what you get for MMM. Uh, number 10 is the Brawling Brutes Rich Holland and Butch they haven't been on TV in a while they were Sheamus, they were his cronies but now it's they're not really on TV um, they did have two title matches they went on 2 I don't see them winning the title, uh, if they split up or if they're not on TV they might get written out and might have character change um, that's the kind of hope you're that's what you're not hoping for I mean they're an active tag team now but they really have no storyline. If they're off TV for a couple more weeks, uh, they might have character change and the tag team might be gone forever. So you're kind of hoping that Sheamus can keep them on TV by mentioning them or showing them backstage and hoping they stay on TV longer. But you're really not going to get too much out of them during the year. So, I mean, if you want to stay away from them... Stay away from them just because there's a chance they could get re- not released, but at least the characters will change and the tag team will split up. that's what's going on for number 10. uh number nine is everybody's favorite tag team, RK bro, which is Randy orton and Matt riddle. I had them last year at number four. this year I have them at number nine. They only had four tag team matches uh, between April and uh, May of this year uh 2022. 2022 but it's the 2023 season going on now basically because of randy orton's injury he might come back he might never come back Um, riddle has also been suspended indefinitely they'll probably bring them back after wrestlemania uh healthy riddle healthy randy orton uh they're going to be they'll probably be together for the whole year until randy orton return on riddle but we said that last year too But as long as Randy Orton's healthy, they'll bring him back. They're selling a lot of merchandise. Everybody loves him. Uh, It's one of those tag teams where if everybody's healthy, everything's ready to go, they're going to get instant push to the moon. So if you take RK-Bro, you're going to have expected tag team matches, and you're going to be on TV all the time, either in singles or tag team. So they're not a bad tag team attempt to grab if you can't get one of the upper echelon tag teams. Uh, Number eight I have is the OC. Uh, the original club, which is Gales and Anderson, they were ranked. They weren't ranked last year. Uh, they only fought four ty- four times as a tag team on television this year, but they only came back. And they only came back to the WWE in um, October, so they've had about a half a year. The thing is, without AJ, without being the leader, and AJ's been hurt. They don't really have any direction. I know they have Mia Yan, but she doesn't have any kind of impact for them for television. Um, they're going to just—they're not going to go anywhere. They're not going to get off TV. But once AJ gets back, they'll have a better storyline. They'll get more action. But until then, they're kind of just laying in the weeds and kind of just throwing in random matches. They're not a bad pick to have because they're not going to get released. Um, you're just kind of hoping they get a steady storyline and they stay on TV till a- when AJ gets back. Uh, number seven I have is the only tag only tag team I have that's not on the main roster. From the NXT, I took the Creed Brothers, uh, Julius and Brutus. Uh, obviously, they're not on the main roster, so I didn't have them ranked. Um, I think they've gone as far as they can. Um, from the Diamond Mine, that's the name of the faction, I think they're going to get called up sometime during the year, and they will make an immediate impact. I said this before, but I think they're going to be the first tag team that's going to be brought up to the main roster, and I think they're going to make an immediate impact on the tag team division. So if you can't get the top couple tag teams and you want to take a little swing at an NXT tag team getting called up, I think this is the first tag team that's going to get called up. So the Creed Brothers I have at number seven. Number six I have, unranked from last year, um, is Imperium, which is Kaiser and Wilhelm. The reason why they're ranked as high as they are this year is it because with Gunther. Now, let me explain. Gunther has a lot of TV time, but he doesn't fight all the time. So to have him um, move storylines along, they, Imperium, will have a lot of matches to fight other tag teams or fight people in singles matches to, to like a stepping stone to fight Gunther. Uh, if you're taking Imperium, you're probably not going to win the tag titles, but you're going to get a lot of TV time because you want to keep Gunther on TV, but they don't want him to fight. He's basically, the, uh, Imperium's basically their, his lackeys, you're going to get a lot of matches for him, either in singles or tag. Uh, Kaiser is the better of the two. Um, but, like I said, to protect Gunther from getting a lot of losses, Imperium's going to fight a lot of matches. And the more you fight, more likely you're going to win. So, Imperium's not a bad pick to have. You might expect a lot for him, but the quality, quantity of their matches oversees their quantity quality of the matches yes i think i said that right i'm sorry about that um, number five i have is a new day i had him actually at five last year they actually didn't move at all uh i'm talking about xavier woods and kofi i'm um, i'm excluding biggie because he's probably not going to fight ever again so i'm just going to toss biggie to the side uh kofi and woods they didn't really have a big year this year for the wwe they moved to the nxt for a little bit win the nxt title um but on the main roster, they only went, they only had six matches in tag team. They're your emergency break glass. Hey, we need a face tag team to show up. Uh, they fight in singles. They fight in tag. If you're taking the New Day, you don't know what's going to happen, but they both get TV time. I think they're done with their NXT run. So I think this upcoming year, this 20, 23, season, I think that you're going to have a lot more New Day um Fight as a tag team just because you need more face tag teams to show up and make an impact. And like I said, the Usos are your, hey, we need a face tag team, break glass, put them out there. Um, number four I have is the Viking Raiders. I had them at number three last year. They moved down just a little bit just because um, it didn't. they didn't move down because of their season because they actually had a good year that's finishing up. They went 9-1 and one as a tag team. Uh, they basically got revamped. They were a, a face tag team. They basically disappeared for a couple months and came back as a heel tag team with Valhalla, um, which is Sarah Logan. But now that they're a heel tag team, they look a lot better. look a lot more refreshed. And they look a lot more of the force they used to be. So they're a real good tag team to have. Uh, people are going to take them in the top five tag teams, definitely, uh, if you had to like, take tag team. They don't fight that much in individual. Eric fights Lamar and Ivar. But... Like I said, if you need a tag team, definitely, um, I think this is going to be a big year. I said this last year, but uh, Viking Raiders, now that they refreshed their characters a little bit. They look a lot better. They're going to have a good year this year. Uh, number three I have is Usos, Jimmy and Jay. I had them at number two last year. Uh, this year, they're going into this um, podcast. They're 17-5 and five as a tag team uh, in tag team matches, so it's it's Astonishing how good their tag team record is. And their 13-0 in tag matches. Uh, They're going to lose the tag team titles at some point. Probably to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. I say this, but you can't ever predict what's going to happen. Once they lose the titles, which is going to happen. They're still going to be on the team. They're still going to be a a force in the tag team division. They're still going to win, but not as much as this year. Um, I have them just as high because... I, you can't go from a super high to a super low on one year. They're still gonna, they're still gonna have enough matches. They're still gonna be consistently on TV, but they're. I don't think they're gonna be in the tag team picture for at least for a while, especially when they lose the tag team titles. But they'll be on TV just because they're gonna get a lot of matches, and that's what you want as a tag team. Uh, the number two tag team I have, which was actually number one last year, which is finishing up is I had the street profits, I said Dawkins and Ford I said they were the slam dunk number one tag team. I was way off on this. I thought this is the year I thought this year was finishing up. I thought they were going to get pushed to the moon. Uh, they were only seven and eight as a tag team in tag team matches, which is not very good for who should be your number one tag team. Uh, they went 0 and three in tag team title matches, which means they had chances, but they couldn't win it when they had to. Uh, the only bad thing about taking the Street Profits is you're hoping that Montez Ford stays with Dawkins because Montez Ford has more um, value as a singles wrestler than Dawkins. I still think they're going to stay together for a while. I'm, I'm hoping I'm not wrong on this, but uh, they're your number one face tag team. Uh, well, until RK overall comes back, if they ever do. But Street Profits, everybody loves Street Profits, they put out good matches. The problem is, like I said, there's an outside chance that Matez Ford can leave. I don't think he will this year. It's still kind of early. But uh you're still taking them. They're on every week. They either fight in single, they either fight in tag or they fight in six man or whatever they do. But they're on TV. That's what you want on a tag team. Qual qual quantity of matches beats quality of matches. So that's what you want. Um like, like I said, you can't stop somebody who has all these matches. Three profits. If you can't get the number one pick, they're clearly the number two pick, and the number one tag team to grab is Judgment Day: uh, Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio, and Finn Balor. Um, okay, so let me start. They weren't ranked last year. They're ten and four as a tag team that that fought out of the combination of the three. Ten and four as a tag team. I'm not counting matches with um, Rhea Ripley. Uh, just those three. They did not have a title match, obviously, during the year. But usually, if you can get two out of the three, even if you get the other one that has a tag title, like if you pick if you pick um, Priest and Dominic and Baylor has a tag title, usually it's the freebird rule where two out any two out of the three can defend the tag team titles. So grab however combination you can. It's probably gonna be Priest and Baylor probably as a singles, but however they want to do it, the tag team. Um, and I can see any combination of two out of the three being a tag team or fight for tag team matches. If you're grabbing Judgment Day, they are the number one tag team to grab. I think once the Bloodline storyline ends, which will be pretty soon, Judgment Day should take over. They'll be the number one heel, if not, you know, like they are now. So, Judgment Day is a great tag team um, to grab just because of the numbers game and how good all the characters are so really quickly. I know I'm kind of rambling on um, 15 I have is Alpha Academy 14. I had is Lugano de Fantasbo 13 is hit row 12 is hurt business uh, 11 is MMM 10 is the Brawling Brutes 9 is RK bro 8 is the OC uh, 7 is the Creed Brothers from NXT 6 is Imperium Uh, Five is the New Day. Four is the Viking Raiders. Three is the Usos. Two is the Street Profits. And number one is Judgment Day. Uh, Thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, The women's rankings will be out probably Friday of this week. Um, And then I'm going to have the uh, regular podcast come out either Saturday or Sunday. And then it's going to be WrestleMania week. So thank you for listening. If you want, you can go back to my old podcast or listen to actually the podcast yesterday, see how my predictions are for this upcoming week. Uh, Thank you for listening, and get ready for the women's ranking later in the week. And uh, remember, if you want to hit me up with a fantasy wrestling question, it's Mike at Real Wintry. And remember, you can't spell Wintry without W-I-N. And uh, thank you for listening, and uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thank you for listening. Bye.